0: Hello, hello, hello and welcome to Levine Intervention. Offering humor, perspective and advice, answering questions you're too afraid to ask your mother. Hey, what's up? It's Abby Levine here, uh, broadcasting live from KPIS.FM in Punk Alley in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And I am really excited to have you all along for the ride. I'm turning the air conditioning off. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Drew, my engineer will be happy, even though it wasn't that smooth. I forgot to turn it off before I started. Um. So, <sighs> <laughs> hey,
1: Elise. Hey, Abby. How are you? I'm doing super good. How are you?
0: Good. <laughs> are you a little nervous?
1: Yeah. It's my first time uh, on a podcast slash on the radio, I think.
0: All right. Well, how? what's making you nervous?
1: It's weird. <laughs> it's weird being live right now. Yeah. Um, I think I was on the radio when I was like 10, and it was like a Christmas special, and I won some candy from... <laughs> from that sounds slightly creepy No, or it doesn't. My mom was there. It was super Oh, magical. okay. Okay, okay.
0: Sure. Well, hopefully this will be a better experience for you. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, don't be scared. I only bite if you ask me to. Oh. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, we're just going to chat. And everybody's going to listen, and hopefully you and them all walk away with some nugget of something special.
1: I'm demanding it. <laughs> okay, good. I like that.
0: Yes. Put me to the test. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. So, uh, today's show is called Starting From Scratch, uh, because we are going to explore what it's like to jumpstart uh, a business, um doing it on your own, which is an awesome topic. You know, I thought about this um, when you asked me about doing this, you know, t- today I was thinking about it. I won't lie, I don't <laughs> Well you're gonna pre-produce these for me in the future. Elisa's yeah. gonna become my 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 producer. So she's going through the experience to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a really good question. And you know, it's funny, you don't even know this about me, but I um I've I've never worked for anyone else, full time, my whole life.
1: That's bonkers.
0: I, I didn't really think about that yeah. until I started thinking, well, what makes me qualified to do this show? <laughs> because I like to at least have had some experience or, you know, have gone through something mm-hmm. to and before I sit somebody down to have the topic. Even though I take any topic because I think my life history defines a lot of different spaces, actually. But yes, so I want you to know that I've worked for myself my literally my whole life. My whole life. I've never I've never punched a clock. And unless I was in high school and I was working at the local meat market <laughs> and I had to like be there at a certain time and clock out and I've done shows, TV shows for companies where I had to be there at a certain time and leave at a certain time, but I it was always I chose whether or not I wanted to do it so I'm really excited to do this topic um Elise is um how old are you? 30 you're 30 okay she's 30 Um, And I wanted to do a couple of facts and figures about small businesses, which you found. I feel like you should read some of these, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're pretty interesting. They are. They are. I'm going to actually start at the bottom. Um, So if you're just tuning in, today's show is called Starting From Scratch, and we are going to explore the topic of how to ignite your own small business and actually get it started. Um. Elise, did you know that over 99% of all U.S. businesses are small businesses? What? Yes. (laughs) And that is because the definition of a small business by the U.S. Small Business Association is fewer than 500 employees. Hmm. So that means only 1%... So, do you think that the same 1% of these fuck faces that are taking all of the money are the same ones that have over 500 employees? It's,
1: it sort of seems like it's not a coincidence, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck you, Donald Trump. Okay. Sorry.
1: No, I'm, I'm not. offended by it. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs>
0: um, um, okay. And um, also, the 2015 State of Women Owned Businesses report states. But the revenue generated by these enterprises so that's women-owned businesses is now estimated to stand at nearly 1.5 trillion dollars um, and has increased by 79% since 1997 that's the number
1: That's a hell of a lot of money.
0: That's some that's some dough. Yeah. That these pussies are bringing in. Yeah. Right? And now we're
1: like what do we do with it all?
0: Yeah. All right. Well, um then also at least did you know? <laughs>
1: He's cracking me up.
0: That um, Fortune Magazine found a new report that says the number of women-owned firms grew 1.5 times the national average, and black women blow that statistic away, which I don't know what that means exactly.
1: I think it just means there's, like, percentage-wise, there's more women black entrepreneurs. Like, the rate of increase is higher. Hail to
0: our sisters. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then also women now own 30% of all of the businesses in the U
1: S yeah,
0: that's pretty staggering. I mean, other than the fact that it's not 20% more, I'm well, very right, happy you about think that.
1: About, I mean, it's like we're half and half gender wise, and yet there's still like a, a pretty staggering majority.
0: <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're figuring that. out how to do it all. Aren't we? Yeah, we are. All right. And then the most interesting part of what you pulled and produced for me, Elise, is that from Forbes magazine. Um, so it must be true. Uh, women owned businesses represent 30% of all firms, but only 16% of firms that have employees. Okay. That wasn't the thing I cared about. All right. Uh, oh, no,
1: I mean, that's actually a good one because then it says,
0: Oh yeah. If women were as, ec- Okay. Um, well, a little like editorializing, too, right? It had too many percentages in for me. I got lost.
1: <laughs> like 10% of all like fast growing.
0: You memorized it and I can't even no, read it right? Uh, we just I we love did it. it yesterday. Okay. So what's the stat?
1: <laughs> yeah. So 30% of all, when they say firm, they just mean small business, oh. um, are owned by women. And then what was it? Like six, 15 or 16 is uh, those that have employees. But then like only 10%, we only own 10% of the fast growing high earning
0: companies. okay but but yeah right the, the but here's the grand finale of the stats for today if women were as economically engaged as gentlemen mm. that's a really big word for any business owner in america sorry side note Ooh, i just sound like a feminist um our gdp would be seven to nine percent higher
1: yeah i think that's a really empowering thing like there's um you know, like Melinda Gates and Hillary Clinton have a no ceilings company uh, or it's like a nonprofit. And they the way that they get people in the Middle East to agree to, like, engage women in um, the economy is by showing that it would it would increase their finances for the for the country. Like, that's the only way that they can digest that information. So I, it's interesting because, like, it, it really is true. Like, the more that we engage in our own power, the more that we like bring in, not just for ourselves, but. Totally country. true. It does annoy me, though, the way that they put that. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. If
1: women were more economically inclined, then, you
0: know. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I guess I tend to gravitate towards women business owners, although I hope everyone listening will get something out of today. But I do think it's super special when women decide to ignite uh, their desire to make money, I guess, and be free. Right, So that's kind of what we're talking about today is yep. making money and being free because we're born with the idea that we have to th- w- go around and do a certain thing in order to make it to the next steps. I feel like we're sort of born into this idea that if you're, ra- if you're raised in a family <laughs> where it's like this, you usually don't get an idea that you might be able to do something different, but oh, yeah. you think you have to go to high school Succeed there so that you can get into a good college and then do well in that college so that you can pay your student loans back. Because when you get out, you have to have a nine to five job and w- slave away and work really hard so that you can pay off your loans and get a good apartment and be pretty and get married and have babies so that everybody loves you.
1: <laughs> well, like minus the last five. I was like, yeah, super okay. that was me. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's like Ben my, that Ben my like life so far for sure well
0: that's a lot of people's lives you know like you think we think that that's what we're supposed to be doing that's what we're taught right and i don't feel like we're really taught that there are other ways to make a living and to do life i mean i think probably kids now are becoming more open to the idea like probably watching their parents run small businesses and be entrepreneurial and i mean you know even go so far as to make their own choices about what sex they want to be. I'm going to, you know, that's like a thing now. There's a lot of transgender teens. So I think that we're getting better in America on this topic. But um it traditionally where we're at, me and you, I'm going to put us in the same generation for a second, even though we're not, I'm a lot older, um, have been taught that we need to, you know, play by the rules really. Right. Okay. So that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get at is that we've been taught that we have to play by the rules. So
1: Well, right, but if I'm like playing by the rules of my parents' generation, those rules don't really apply to me in the same way anymore because the rules have changed. Right.
0: And do you feel that you don't have to or are you still
1: Oh, I think I'm I think I'm struggling with it still in a way. I mean, just this past year of my life has been so um op- like it's really opened my eyes to like what's possible. Um But yeah, I think there's still a lot of insecurity that comes along with it, like kind of in the back of my head, just with um, uh, like all all the kind of messages that you're sort of inadvertently taught, I guess, when you kind of like see people um, living in a certain way or making certain choices. You think that that is what you do, too. Right. right? Um, And it, yeah, it's really I have found it sort of scary and confronting to think outside the box in that way. Okay,
0: good. I like those words, scary and confronting. <laughs> it's true. Talk right into the mic again. Ah, uh, like yeah, is that, I know. okay. That's <laughs> better. You have to be a little bit close, you know. All right. Um, what's confronting about it?
1: Uh, yeah, I've, I've found that it's sort of um, put a spotlight or like highlighted my um, insecurities or you know what I might have thought is like flaws um, a little bit more and that I, I think in a lot of ways have always been someone who's, um, I've been an achiever my whole life. Like, you know, I was a valedictorian at high school. Like, oh always, wait, whoa, whoa. Let's not always. skip over that.
0: <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah. You were the valedictorian of your high yeah, school. Yeah. I
1: spoke at graduation Okay, there were a couple of us, but yeah, I mean, I've always been. Someone Where was who, this? Uh, Maryland Glenelg. Okay. Maryland.
0: So how many kids were in your class?
1: I think there's like 300. Oh my
0: God. At that's, like
1: that's a big deal. Yeah. But, and that was always like, I always sort of saw myself as like a super go getter. But when I really understood, like, I don't, I just don't think I really knew who I was for a lot of my life. Um, and there was a lot of like different kinds of fluctuations in my life. And so this was something that I could just like, kind of like hold on to for dear life. <laughs> like, look at this piece of paper. It says that I'm good. Mm. Um, And that, yeah, Yeah. I think that really helped me understand, like, you know, being in a structure, like every job that I've had, um, you know, I'd work my ass off so hard to get like that. Oh, at least she's my go to person, you know, and like that really validates me. Right. Um, And when I'm working for myself, like the only person I'm answering to is myself. And so all of a sudden it's just like staring in a mirror. I don't get anyone else's approval. You know, it's it's very good. um, That's
0: awesome that you know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's totally true. Okay. So I want to just set up what we're going to do. So you are 30. Mm-hmm. You're the valedictorian of your high school class. Yeah. Um, and you want, you are starting your own business. Yeah. You are starting your own business and you have left your nine to five, mm-hmm. which was at a nonprofit. Yeah. Your most recent nine to five. You haven't had that job for like nine years or anything. Have you? No, I
1: was there for like a year and
0: a half. A year and a half. Okay. Um and you want to know how you can do that and so I just wanted to say that I'm going to give you actual steps to do that. I'm going to give you a four step process to do that. It's four steps. Yep. Um and we will get to that. Um,
1: get my my notebook
0: out. You can. I I will. I will. will, (laughs) You can listen to the podcast and I will send you the cliff notes. Nice. Um, and um. Sorry, I'm just looking them up and seeing what time it is. Okay, good. We have tons of time. So what I like to do first is actually get to know you because we've only known each other for a pretty short time. But um, I want to know. So I'm not predetermining. I have the steps, but I also want to give you other things for you personally to do too because that's the point of the podcast. Mm.
1: Um,
0: so why? What, what was going on at your nonprofit and like, what was your day-to-day like there and why did you finally decide to get out?
1: Yeah, uh, there, I mean, there was like a myriad of reasons why I ultimately decided to leave. I, um, I really liked the idea of the nonprofit a lot. It was, it was, a they're doing really good work in the Bronx. It was like a multi-service, um, nonprofit where people could like, we had a food pantry and a soup kitchen and caseworkers and, you know, free legal advice and, um, even like showers and mailing addresses for people who live on the wow. street, really great stuff they were doing there. Um, my position was added, uh, so I was the first person that held the position. So I was the evaluation associate. I basically handled all of the research and evaluation, um, of the programs to like prove that oh, they're the working. Programs. Okay. Um, right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It what I didn't love about it was like there was there were certain barriers um, to like actually interacting with human beings. Like I I right. learned really quickly that there are a lot of different parts of my personality, especially in the workplace, that kind of like need to get satisfied for me to feel satisfied. Totally, with my job. Um, and although I'm re- I'm really great on the computer, like you've seen me <laughs> do, do my yeah
0: yeah you've done more in like four days than I <laughs> you've worked for me for four a total of four days and we were like. <laughs> completely kicking ass and taking names already
1: yeah so i'd be like that's that's a strength but i also it's super important for me to like engage with human beings oh right um to a certain extent like i can't just sit behind a desk all day and and not feel like i'm gonna but why didn't you just
0: change jobs instead like because this sounds like a good place why didn't you just say to them you know i hate being behind a computer all day i'm really good at research but i also need to you know actually feed the people
1: Yeah, no. And I did have those kinds of conversations in my review. It just, it, with the limitations of the organization, it wasn't really a possibility to change the nature of the job. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I I looked at a few other things, but ultimately what I found was like, it wasn't exciting me when I would look at these job descriptions that were like so similar to what I was just doing. Um, and there was, like, no guarantee that I'd be able to do a lot more. Um, so it, it, it seemed like I was reaching a place where I was either going to, like, be making some sort of drastic change in the type of position I was accepting at a 9 to 5 regardless. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I could just, like, hey, here's a thought. Maybe I could just, like, actually take a break for the first time in 10 years. Like, I, you know, I realized that I'd never had more than, like, a week off. Okay. Since I was, like, 18. You know, I was always that person that had, like, two or three jobs. Um, and I was just mentally exhausted, and so there was that, and then there was also like, wow, maybe I could actually like make it on my own and and start this business. That um, the idea of this it got me so excited, like um, create my own schedule, <laughs> like actually like you know get to all right. Have so hold a on say. a minute. So
0: okay, so you, so that's good. So you wanted to start your own business so that you could have your own schedule, yeah, do what you love with who you love. And
1: yeah, like make a real impact. And then also, yeah, I mean, be able to like earn actual money. Um, Cause that was, that was never like a huge strong suit of mine. (laughs) Like I actually, I, I kind of felt like even though I had like a master's degree and, um, you know, was working at, I just, I still wasn't earning what I kind of felt like I deserved. So that, I mean, that was an area where I was like, this could use some improvement. Okay. Cause I do have all those loans. Yeah. Student loans and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's for sure. So you're
0: kind of in it, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause you live in New York city, by the Mm -hmm. way, we're in New York city. You live in New York city. You are not, now you're not working. You have student loans. Yeah. You, by the way, just to tell the audience, you're only working for me like on a part-time basis by choice. We both chose that just to... You asked me for work so that your brain could be engaged, yeah. right? Yeah. that was what. That's what you said. Yeah. Um, so it's part-time. It's not... It's while you're still fine. It's not even part-time. It's 10 hours a week. So it's yeah. just engaging. It's just making sure you're not watching Netflix all day long. <laughs> and then also you're living... You're doing like the house sitting thing.
1: Oh, man. I, I, I kind of don't even understand how this has worked out so amazing. I feel like a witch. You are. <laughs> um, like, yeah, since since February 15th is when I moved out of my apartment.
0: It's August um, 2nd.
1: Yeah. And I have not paid rent that entire time and lived in New York City. It's insane and amazing.
0: And you're not like couch surfing. You're more. No. Of-
1: yeah. I mean, there was a chunk of like three weeks in there that I did just kind of like hang with a friend. Um, but the majority of the time I've like had my own space, um, house sat, or cat sat, or dog sat. Um, and like I, the whole entirety of the four years that I've lived in New York City, I've never had my own space. So it's like I'm right. getting my own space plus it's right free.
0: Like that's bananas. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, that's working. Yeah. And just to get an idea of your like, I get really stressed out when I don't have any money. Um, it yeah. makes me really scared. Mm. Like, so are you, are you surviving? Are you like...
1: <laughs> Um, I think, I think so many definitions involving money words have changed for me. I, I, it's been a real like operation and self-trust and then just Mm -hmm. like trust in general. Cause yeah, I've like always been a very anxious person. Um, I think if I had told myself what my bank account would say today, (laughs) like a year ago, I would have been like, Oh, fuck no. Um, but what you know again? Like it's been how many months now? And like I, I'm always able to pay my bill. I always have a roof over my head. Okay. It's not like, um, it's not like the most ideal financial situation, right. of course. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm here.
0: You're here. <laughs> You're here. Yeah. 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 You never and you never talk about money. In, no, or lack I of.
1: I don't think that that's the best way to spend my energy, and I don't think it's right. what's going to solve my problem. Um, so if I even like choose to see it that way, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just feel like my energy is better spent as well. S-
0: Very smart. What is your goal? What do you, what's your business? <laughs> yeah. And what's your goal? Uh,
1: so the business, the idea here is, um, like wellness and body image coaching mm-hmm. for women specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the idea initially was like starting out as a health coach. Cause I did like, I have a lot of experience in this. Like my, I have a bachelor's degree in dietetics. I have a master's in public health nutrition. Um, and then I also did IIN last year, which is, uh, Instag- Institute for Integrated Nutrition. It's like okay. a health coaching certification program. In
0: addition to your master's degree? Yeah. Which is in?
1: Uh, public health nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Um, it gives you more of like the one-on-one kind of like coaching skills. Plus like they talk to you about like business and like marketing and, you know, which is not my area of expertise. So, um, and that actually was given to me by like I didn't have to pay for that, which is okay. also pretty awesome. Why not? Um, Cause I, you know, I, I told, uh, some people it was a thing that I wanted to do and, um, and she was like, oh, and like I work there and I'm able to gift, like two of them per year. Like, would you like to do it for free? And so I was like, whoa.
0: So, you're so I just want to summarize for you yeah. in case you don't know what you do. You just have this thing where you're like, oh, maybe I'd like to cat sit in a nice apartment by myself. And somebody goes, oh, I have an opportunity for you. Or you go, oh, I, I was thinking about doing, you know, this program. And someone goes, oh, I would love to have that. I would love to gift you one. Yeah. Like, and you're not, tr- like, you're not trying to get anything. You're just actually curious. Mm. Right?
1: Oh, yeah. I think the curiosity level is super important. I feel like any time I try to, like, beg for something, the universe is like, oh yeah. <laughs> get off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you're
0: also open to what happens. Yeah. Which is not an easy concept for most people to grasp.
1: But it's so interesting. It like, is. And it's right. not always perfect and it's not always beautiful and exactly what you expected but it's so much more interesting. Totally. Yeah. It's been like such a huge adventure, this whole thing.
0: Right. I know. I, 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 by the way, the backdrop of New York City is part of my show because yeah. I. it, there's, <laughs> it really it just changes day to day to day here. No matter what, you're, there's just always something more and different and better and cooler or worse and weird (laughs) or strange and weird. And then you're like, Oh my God, like there's look, there's like punk there's skulls with mohawks in front of us on the street here. spray painted. Who would have thought? So what have you done to get your business up and running?
1: A lot. I, I do have a business coach, uh, who I hired in December and I actually, you know, set up my LLC as well in December. So, like, I have an actual business, <laughs> like, registered with the state. What's it called? It's called Elise Osborne Wellness LLC. Um, not super creative on the title. That's
0: cool. So like good.
1: To the point, I kind of wanted to just, like, make it something with my name in case. Because I knew that this idea would evolve as right. time went on. Because I'm, again, someone who's pretty curious. And I like to go off in different directions and not feel held back. Right. So smart. Um, so, yeah, having it basic is is kind of nice. Um, I've yeah I've like set up my website uh, which was cool to learn how to do because it's I had never done anything like that before but it's you know there's some like online tutorials and stuff and figured some of that out uh, done some blogging done some videos done some like Facebook stuff you know just okay. kind of like feeling it out um, and yeah it's oh man it's so that was really confronting as well it was like putting it out on social media And being like, hey, friends and family who've known me forever, like, I'm totally changing my career at the drop of a hat, you know? And this is, like, what it's going to be. And I hope you like it. Please don't judge me, you know?
0: Okay, good. I'm glad you said that because I'm going to tell you my first step.
1: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay.
0: So... Uh, and I and I wrote these for you in all transparency so thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this and I do just I did just want to say again so I've worked for myself in television for I have had my own corporation for the last eight years um, and I also ran my own um, party business in LA um, when I decided for a hot second that I was gonna get out of television but I did a lot of business in the two years that I was up and running sure. Um and before that, when I was working in television, I only I've only been the longest time I've ever been on a show was the Doctor Phil show for like no way oh you I, I launched the Dr. that Phil piece show? of shit show That's yeah so it's on funny. season fifteen now
1: oh, oh yeah my god. I oh I, I have carried funny, like when he leaves the stage he goes and meets his wife and then they walk Is off Is they together. still doing that <laughs> like, are they still doing know. that my mom used to watch it all the time it just cracked me up
0: she used to be so sweet oh my god Robin McGraw
1: okay <laughs> phase one
0: of um, starting from scratch. Is to play. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it is overwhelming to think about the number of tasks and the expectation of starting a business. Mm. Correct? Oh, yeah. And it's like you lay awake at night and you say, what if this and what if that? And I need to go in this direction. I need to go in that direction. And I say, if... You're worrying about the steps. You're not doing it right, and you shouldn't be a small business owner Mm. because you should feel so passionate about what you're doing that you are giddy you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like oh my god I had the best idea and no, and you just like roll over and write it down or you're in the shower and you hop out and run across the you know the apartment wet because you have to write something down or you have you know you can see your future and you can feel your future
1: mm. okay mm.
0: and and that takes a lightness yeah, a lightness to do that because if you're tasking yourself with like the heavy steps of what it's going to take to get this thing off the ground then a you do care too much about what people think
1: yeah jeez
0: oh, okay ah. that was actually going to be my step 1 is so i'm going to i'm going to turn this into step 1a <laughs> don't give a fuck yeah at all Uh what people think because here's the thing about being a small business owner you are gonna have to keep coming back and coming back and coming back and recovering and doing it and your skin has to get pretty thick yeah it does because as a wellness coach someone's gonna tell you that you suck yeah right Uh uh-huh
1: i know i and i feel like there's already like you know i i the whole like health industry. Like, I don't know if, if you were at graduation that, yeah, but like, I, I gave this speech about, you know, how but that you was spoke a, graduation yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Cause it was all, I mean, we're talking about Mama Gina's my, School of the Womanly yeah, Arts, and exactly. there's like 800 people there.
1: Yeah. That was wow. Huge.
0: You're okay. You're a public speaker. <laughs>
1: And well, well, so it's so funny about that is I always I don't think that I'm a public speaker because I do get really nervous. Like my face gets red and whatever. But when I was up on that stage, like you're very I felt articulate, like my blood was electricity. Like yeah. I was so turned on by it. Yeah, it was amazing. But the whole story was like, you know, I was in the health field, I'm someone that has struggled with my own weight for like. The majority of my adult life. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second?
0: Yeah. I actually think that's an important point to make for radio. You don't weigh a yeah, hundred pounds. See me. No,
1: I'm not tiny. Right. Yeah,
0: for sure. Right. And I, and so I, I love that about you and what you want to do also mm. because you're extraordinary.
1: Cause it, it just seems like there's, there's different conversations that aren't being had. And I feel like, you know, I, yeah, I don't look like your typical health coach. And so I, I really felt like, but I, I understand (laughs) potential clients are going through. Like I have so many friends. I have basically been doing this kind of work with people for such a long time, like encouraging and, and um, giving people information and telling them not to give up. And then I know how they feel like that's just kind of like been my life without doing this work for such a long time. So it's so important for people to have someone that they can actually relate to. And that's why like the whole like body image stuff came into it. And like, you know, so you're comfortable in your body. That is something that's yeah like just this past year I feel like I actually love my body and I've never been able to say that like I and my weight has fluctuated so much like you know maybe 4 years ago I was so much thinner than I am right now. It's always good. like when I first moved to New York, I lost a shit ton of weight. Um, and like, you're walking <laughs> around
0: freaking out, yeah, and like then then running in a circle, <laughs> like, where am I supposed to go? What's happening? Where am I?
1: Right. <laughs> and then I like graduate and get you know a job that makes me feel like shit, and yeah. you know all of a sudden, oh, like forty pounds later, you know, yeah. it's like that shit just happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, regardless where I've been. It's I've never felt comfortable in my body, um, so yeah, that's super new. And I feel like now that I actually understand how that mechanism works, yeah, and that I can achieve it. If anyone can fucking achieve it, I mean, yes. You know.
0: yes, yeah, that's one of your sweet spots for sure. Um, as you're saying that, I just want you to write down this book, and if you haven't read it already, I think it will be a good resource for you, called The Big Leap.
1: Oh yeah, have
0: you read it? Yeah,
1: I like I'm okay. like on the last chapter, literally.
0: Okay, good. How funny is that? So you, because you, that's one of your, like, I forget what he actually calls it, but like that's Upper one. are limiting, right? Um, n- no, it? I'm, what I'm saying is that pr- one of your sweet spots. I'm oh, your calm, zone of genius. Your zone of genius. Yeah. 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 So also, Elise, you're, you need, you, I sense that you need to do more, way more public speaking. Mm. also about your coaching or about or okay so this is step two (laughs) hold on I have to read it but um it 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 goes directly into it actually um okay yes so so step one was play and actually let me let me actually wrap that up because I didn't dive exactly far enough into it but just when you think of your business you should think of fun Mm. and and there of course are going to be stressful moments for it. And there are of course going to be things that you need to overcome every single day. But do it lightly. Right, right? So like don't take it on as unless I'm valedictorian of this assignment, <laughs> right. I will be I will not be successful. Yeah. Just come at it with a lightness and just also don't give yourself I mean look you have to pay your bills but you over every anybody is like you're figuring it out like you're going to eat you're going to live oh yeah so i'll figure it out you'll figure it out cool love to hear <laughs> that so don't stress about the timing of it m- m- you know like meaning don't put pressure on yourself to get it done now don't mm. be lazy yeah don't procrastinate give yourself like i would say i would say give yourself 5 to 10 hours a week to work on this too, by the way, um, and I say this out of um, also knowledge because I develop a lot of projects and I have like fifteen projects in development I don't even right know, now. Like
1: every time we talk, I feel like there's <laughs> a new project. I'm like, how is this even?
0: I know there's happening. one. There's a really cool one right now that actually I'm getting very very excited about. Yeah. Suddenly, that. Um, and here's the funny thing about me: I'm actually. Totally rested and not stressed about any of my work. Mm. I I actually finally stopped giving a fuck. I did. Because I used to do these TV shows and I put everything into them and they would just drain me, like just squeeze the juice right out of me because I cared and I had to get this and that and push it, push push into that hole, you know, like Mm. get that square peg in there. Come on. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. If that doesn't work, then. Either I won't be on the show or I'll go do something else or that guest won't work or we'll just back up and start over. You know, it's that's just my, how my energy shifted so that it's more playful and having fun with the people that I'm interacting with also. Cause I have to meet new people all the time, which you'll have to do as a small business (laughs) owner. Right. So people are constantly having to form opinions about me, which build on whether or not I get to work with them and get paid. Mm. Right. So tomorrow I have a job interview another, like for something else. And I just go in as myself now. So, so just go in as yourself. Yeah. I don't know if you do this, but like, don't adjust to what the person is.
1: Oh yeah. That's a huge quality of mine. I feel like I'm a very, I'm a very malleable sort of person where like, yeah, I think that's a a misnomer. Don't
0: be, don't be adapt. When somebody says I'm adaptable and I'm open, I'm like, you know what? You shouldn't be.
1: Mm. Well, because I, I you feel know what like I mean what it by does that, right? It, it removes your sense of leadership.
0: Correct. Yeah. It it does to be malleable and flexible mm-hmm. removes your your sense of leadership. That's yeah. correct.
1: But so, I think it's just this like underlying sense of like, oh, I'm just going to keep everybody calm.
0: No, <laughs> you know? that's not your job as a business <laughs> I know. owner. I know, no. but it's
1: like I feel like in certain areas of my life it's been advantageous. Look,
0: you're going to piss people off. Yeah. Okay. Get used to it. Hmm. And you're going to fail.
1: Yeah. That's already happened, so I you got better it. about no, that.
0: No, <laughs> no. you're going to fail way worse than you could ever imagine you would possibly fail oh, at
1: least. You're going to lose
0: work. You're going to go in the hole. You're going to think you're going to be homeless. It It is just getting started. Mm. It's That is something that you have to always be able to live with. It's not like you start your business and suddenly you're like, Oh, cool! I'm good. I'm gonna go to the Caribbean for a month and just kick back here. And yeah, you know, you can, but um, it's gonna be scary. It it gets scarier. You, uh, I think the more successful you get, the bigger brass balls you get, and the the mm. more you risks you'll take.
1: Yeah, right. I have knowing that, that if you fail,
0: you're gonna be okay.
1: Right. No, and I I've learned that I actually do through this process, like have a penchant for like wanting risky things, like taking, Good. taking stuff on like challenging stuff. Cause then otherwise I get bored. Correct. And that's like the same as being dead <laughs> kind of to me. Like I can't do it. Quote of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you're you're in like perfect timing with your business. Like it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen. So also mm. don't judge that. <laughs> Thank you know. You. Yeah. I like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, and I will say too. I I totally believe you telling me to play because I feel like when I when we figured this out that I was gonna be on the show, I was like, oh, she's the perfect person to ask because you're doing this podcast. Like I like exactly listened, having listened to it. I'm like, oh, this isn't about her business. It's just like she likes to do it and she yep. swears a lot and it's hilarious and it's just kind of like. It's fucking for fun, of, fun of, it. of it. It's for yeah. fun of it. I
0: should I should have been doing this for a living and I should be making a million dollars a year, <laughs> like hosting my own show somewhere, syndicated on Sirius by now, but I was too scared because I went after the money. Mm. I did the opposite of you. And I feel I mean, I am where I'm at, but I didn't stay in radio because I wanted to pursue money. Um and I thought TV would make me more money, which it it probably did. But I don't love working in television. I love I love radio. It's a pain in the butt to get here, you know. Like, but I've been doing this for two years now. So yeah. thank you for saying that, right? It's a good point. So now I'm live on a radio station, and I have an engineer, and it's distributed in three places, four places. Now, you know, hopefully you'll work into being my second, you know, another producer. And I look, I I'm happy to do it for free, but yeah. I I well, I actually. God's honest truth. I don't care what happens if I start making money at this or not. I will do this because I love it. I, but I would love, love to make this my full-time gig. Yeah. You know, like I want to, I would love to have a, this show turn into a talk show, um, a radio show that's syndicated and I have big guests on and then- Am I not big enough <laughs> That's very cute. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, thank you for saying that Actually, that was rude um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ How to insult your guest 101 <laughs> Rewind Like I said, you'll fail a million times <laughs> Okay, so phase two, oh, phase two. <laughs> Step two <laughs> Step two Is, um, okay is, I'm totally going to encourage you to do this And challenge you to do this Give it away for free mm. Okay um, For almost free. Actually, I wrote give it away for almost free. Actually,
1: I actually have had a couple clients that I've just like, you keep know, it going. my feet wet and just, Keep yeah. it going.
0: So um, your ducks, having all your ducks in a row don't matter. You know, you just tell people that this is what you're doing now. And by the way, mm. you're not going to be a health and wellness coach. If by any chance that's the phrase that you use, stop right now. You are a wellness coach. Mm. You already are a wellness coach. You totally have to own that. Another one of my bajillion businesses is I write people's online
1: dating profiles. No way! I do. I've That's written hilarious. like ten. Oh my god! And um, oh, we should later. I should show you mine because yeah. you would laugh. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's not gonna attract anybody because I just like I just like being really really stupid and silly. And the-
0: well, no, those are the best. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no! It's all just to humor them. The one point of writing a dating profile is to get the guy to ask you on a date.
1: Oh, I'm like, I feel like I'm trying to make them laugh. Maybe that's the wrong, maybe that's the wrong point.
0: Well, if that's what you want from your relationship with them, that yeah. you make them laugh all the time, then that's fine. <laughs> but that's another topic. Anyway. But I give that away for, I gave it away for free. I did like three or four of them, and then now I charge ninety nine dollars, and you get like three drafts. And I think that's a reasonable price. But so I almost give that away, right? Because for me, me, it's part of what I'm doing on the Vine Intervention. I'm like building it out. I'm fascinated by love and Mm. finding it and keeping it. So give your services away for almost free. You are a health and wellness coach. Start coaching people and ask. You know, I would do a couple for free for you. And you need to give a speech. You need to figure out a place where you can... I mean, you know, we know a million people host, host a night at the apartment that you're at or someone else's apartment and offer something up and just have people come.
1: Oh boy. That scares the shit out of me. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I totally hear you though. I feel like that is some, like doing the videos that I do, I feel like I, I had to start doing them just because I, like my face was on camera as yeah. well like that was like you know a way because yeah, you're pretty pushing. yeah oh thank you yeah um yes i am no <laughs> um but yeah it just i think it's like further edge pushing but but again but, it's like an exhilarating thing
0: well here's a th- it's exactly scary, it's like exactly yeah and here's the thing like if you totally suck you know let's just say you let's just say you suck yeah okay worst case scenario you stutter, there's no good information, um, and you have to start over. Um, that actually takes me to phase three, believe it or not. God, I'm pretty good at weaving these together <laughs> <laughs> without meaning to.
1: <laughs> Ask
0: for feedback and actually take it.
1: You know what I think I'm more scared of is that, like, I'm going to actually do a job that I think is a good job. Exactly. And no one's going to give a shit.
0: Fear of success. They might not. Yeah. You can't care.
1: Right. But it feels personal, right? Like when you're starting a business, it's kind of an extension of yourself in a way. Or at least I, the way that I idealize, oh, maybe that's the right, that's like the key word there. Yeah. But like I want it to be a way that I'm like fully expressing myself and like really throwing myself into it. And so it's so vulnerable to it put is. that all out there. I'm like, oh my God, here I am. This is me. I'm giving it all to you right now. And then everyone's like, yeah, so what? Well, I,
0: that's what I'm saying is that you're gonna fail. Yeah. You know, it's like the most successful people just, what do they say about Albert Einstein or who invented electricity? Benjamin Franklin. He tried like a million Thomas times. Thomas Edison. <laughs> right? Wasn't it Thomas Edison? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Edison. So yeah. But you know, they try and try and try and fail and fail and fail because
1: you you have oh, to- Edison was a light bulb.
0: Never no, yeah. right.
1: mind. <laughs> yeah. One of those
0: old white guys with beards invented some shit and it took them forever. <laughs> Who cares about them? Um, the you, um, it's 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 what Regina Mama Gina says is yeah. research, right? So, mm-hmm. so oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, That's so you true. just have to start researching what you're good at, right. what you're not good at, and what you're gonna thrive on. I think it's it, it sounds like I am now getting a picture of you. You cannot mistake the fact that you spoke at your high school graduation as a valedictorian, and then you were asked to speak at this graduation in front of all of these people, girl, you have something to say and people want to hear
1: it. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's true. It's it's super satisfying. Fear of
0: success is
1: real shit Mm. because then you have to keep showing up. Oh God. Yeah. And I think I, I think I have like this fear of commitment issue Okay, in a lot of ways where like, like the social media stuff, like once I started like getting all this stuff rolling, um, it's, it's hard and also scary to like, okay, so I did it for a week, but I'm done now. Right. It's like, no, like you like do it every day. Like that's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's such an intense, um, thing to take on. Um, so I just like yeah, I, and I hope that like whatever I'm spending my time on is something that I'm really really loving. And so maybe there are like parts of this that I should spend my energy on, parts that I shouldn't.
0: Right. Yeah. And the part my 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 the part three of the ask, the getting the feedback is to remember that you're gonna need some support along the way. Right. Mm-hmm. That ties into what you were just saying. So um, step one is play. Step two is give it away for almost free. Step three is ask for feedback and take it. And part of that is because you need to get used to having people support you and trusting them to help get you going. Like exactly what you're doing for me, right, um, is are the organizational things. I'm not that organized. I'm, in fact, I will admit I'm not organized, right? I have huge sweeping ideas that are brilliant, honestly. And I can relate to people and um, I can can produce things, I can get it done, but I'm not that organized. Like my brain isn't, it's not stacked, right? Mm. So I know that that's something, for instance, that I need help with. So if you are... Uh, and and I've had other people that help me with these things, and I and I always sometimes I can't commit to, you know, I, I happen to be banking an in income right now, so I can pay you, and also you didn't price yourself out, you know, of it, yeah. right? So it worked out. But yeah, the fear of commitment is really really scary. But you're you're gonna need some support along the way, and that's probably a little bit hard for the coaching industry, right? Because it's so
1: solo. Like you're a coach. Yeah. Well, and there, I mean, and there are things, there are things about that that I do like, because um, I don't really have to, like rely on anybody else's like schedule. I can kind of like make how uh, that how that goes, and have the interaction of people in my actual calls and Skype and stuff.
0: Right. So you don't want to have other people involved in your business ultimately. Like that's oh, your. No, I don't know.
1: Well, no. I mean, that's not necessarily true. I mean, I could totally see, like, having, like, a virtual assistant or, right? Yes. I just want to point out that, like, what I'm
0: hearing is interesting because um, you're, you're basically saying that you don't want to have other people have a hand in your business. You said virtual assistant, and mm-hmm. you're meeting with people on Skype. Yeah. And... Um, that you're afraid to have that it scares the shit out of you to have a like a, a a living room series where people come in and you talk to them. So oh yeah, yeah yeah the information I'm gathering is that
1: being seen and heard is terrifying to me. Yes yeah true yeah. Well, as a coach. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I
0: chose the wrong business. That's something you might want to try to get over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah.
0: It's not unsurmountable. You know, you obviously do well with a microphone and a crowd or a microphone. You're doing great here. I mean, you're fine, right? Now. Yeah,
1: no, I feel fine. Yeah. And I, I think that's true. Like I once I get into a situation, um, Like, I like, I'm actually pretty great with people. You are like, it's the idea of like going to stuff and like, so networking as a whole, I'm like, nope, that sounds terrible. You know, I just like have no interest. Um, Okay, pause. (laughs) I know it's like super important. for. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: you don't want to network with a bunch of ding dongs that look, Everybody you meet in your life, this is this is a fact. I'm sorry. I, I've recently decided this, and I'm going to pass this on to you, and you're going to apply this into your business. And it's kind of clear, but I don't feel like we really say it this way. Uh, helicopters, subways, and doors. Oh my. Yeah. Um. Okay. Ready? You. Are only in relationships with people because you need something from them. Whether it's friendship or a job or love, family's a little bit different.
1: Are you saying this about me specifically or people in general? I'm saying
0: in general, but I'm going to now tie it back to you. Yeah. Because I think that, you know, we the nicer way of saying it is that there's an energy flow between people, right? When you Mm -hmm. get along with somebody, it's really because there's a giving and receiving happening, right? Like, you know, you were looking for some way to engage your brain. I have a billion projects going on. So we were like, okay, let's work together. Yeah. So when you go and network, because you're going to, because you're a health coach and people need health coaches, you're not going to go somewhere where, you know, you're not going to go to like AA to, you know, well, i don't know i don't know what your business is going to be exactly what what your model's going to be but like you're not going to go into a networking group cuz you so the thing is at least you can coach anybody right like the world is your oyster you have your you have 7 billion clients if you want them <laughs> right because everybody needs health coaching mm. so when you enter into a conversation with somebody my point in all of that about giving to each other and receiving from each other is that when you talk to somebody as a business person which you are now you need to really think about what that person can do for you and that is so not how I engage with people fair that's fair i'm inviting you yeah to think about that as a concept for getting clients mm. and it's not using somebody you don't have to engage with them any differently but just listen to who they are and who they know and because look, people actually like helping other people good yeah. people there's a lot of shitty people a lot of shitty people but you have some pretty good friends that I know of and there are some pretty awesome people in the world and in our universe and so all you have to do when you know somebody is just say, like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm health I'm health coaching now. I'm giving away thirty minute sessions for free. If you know anybody, would you would you let me know? Yeah, right. It's a question. Um, because you're you're trying to tap into plug into the money train. You know, you got to mm. plug into it, and and in order to do that, you have to really. Um, reach a certain amount of people it is a numbers game
1: yeah it's well yeah so first of all it's like hard to ask I don't feel like I feel like I have a very strong sense of like almost to a silly extent where I'm like integrity wise like I, I feel really weird about manipulating people and again that's like When it's not necessarily the truth of the situation, right? But it's like when people say that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh, like my radar goes off and I'm like, oh shit, like, is that something I have to do?
0: Play with it. Um, Yeah. Play with it. Yeah. Okay. Don't take it so seriously. Right. Okay. You're not manipulating them if you're giving them something that they want.
1: Oh God, that sounds so simple and correct. Um, Yeah. No, that makes sense. I guess, I guess maybe it's that I'm not valuing it as something that they want or need. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Right. Oh, Elise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it goes back to like self-love. Yeah. Right. And, and knowing and, and really, really, really owning it. And look, I mean, I'm just going to put this out there. Like maybe this isn't the thing for you. It could be, and it could just be a self-worth, um, you know, issue to deal with and it's not like you have to go to therapy for a year and change everything about yourself. It this is like a teeny little, this is just just twist the light bulb in, mm-hmm. you know, and just just play with it. Yeah. Just literally like this week, challenge yourself to invite three people to get your services for free. Mm-hmm. You know, just give it because I would be willing to hear you can I will be one of them. I would love for you to coach me. I don't. I don't know exactly. I mean, I don't know what you do. You have to. Okay, so step four.
1: <laughs>
0: so step four. Hold on, I have to read. This what is I, the actual step. Oh, four? it's seven fifty-five. Look.
1: Oh my god. Oh man, I can't believe That's, how fast that went by.
0: It was fun, right? Yeah. Step four is. Um, well, you've already done it, which I think a lot of people do do this first. But um, build a website mm-hmm. and a six month plan. Okay, so I think. I really think it's important to get things on paper. I personally don't think you need to have a business plan to launch your business. If you're going to investors and saying, "Can I have hundred thousand dollars?" you need a business plan. If you want to be a health coach and to start, right? Because we're talking about starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think if you think you need a business plan, you're never going to get off the ground. I think you just start doing it. Yeah. So I want you to walk out this door. And and you walked in this door thinking you're gonna be a life a, a health coach. You're walking out this door as a health coach. Mm. You're already a health coach. So you have your website. It's yeah. up, which is great, and you have somewhere to send people because a website is ninety nine dollars on Squarespace, and it's basically already built for you, and you can do like two days of training on their st- Squarespace is amazing I'm not getting paid to say that I have three websites on there I'm not I love it I've d- look I've been doing user run template whatever it's called CMS sites since I had my event business back in LA in like 2005 and this Squarespace is amazing I've used WordPress I've used a bunch of other ones and it's freaking be- they're beautiful Yeah, they're beautiful and it looks legit mm-hmm. <laughs> it legitimizes stuff so the six month plan can be on a piece of paper with a pen and a napkin or whatever, but just boom and put it up and just look at it and just maybe in six months you just want to get, you know, you want to have had three full paid clients. This is going to be slow, I mm-hmm. think too, you know, um, because you, you're probably going to need a, I, you're probably going to need a job to get this going. Yeah. Right. Like uh, that. That sentence structure wasn't proper, but you're gonna need a job while you get this going, right? I think
1: like income source to support me while I do this. I
0: feel that you will. Yeah, I feel that you will. Yeah, which is fine because it's not like you're not like also trying to maintain some super, you know, posh nightlife and you know do like a billion things to spend your time. Like, give yourself ten hours a week to build this, and maybe six months to get it going and watch the momentum. But if you notice a universal universal law of energy is like when you invest in something, it starts working. The it's like you're like greasing the engines, you know. And like if it's just like this rusty train like sitting on the track, you're not putting any love and tenderness into it, it's gonna sit there and it's gonna be there. But when you just you just start greasing the engine, greasing the engine, and then and then little by little, you suddenly have this like shiny caboose, and then poof, it's ready to leave metaphor. the station.
1: <laughs> can't look. I can't wait for my shiny caboose. Oh,
0: that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what came to mind in the moment.
1: That's too funny. But
0: you know, like it's just sitting at the gate, and then you're like sparkling it. So maybe it's a. Um,
1: I'm, I'm thinking of like a like a dried seed, like okay. in a packet, right? Yeah, and it's just like tiny and dry, yeah. and and then you like give it water and yeah. sunlight and dirt and stuff. Totally and it like grows a whole new thing.
0: And grows a whole new thing.
1: Grow, things that are grow, I, I like. I'm obsessed with like urban gardening and planting and like watching stuff grow. Sweet, I love it. Sweet, it makes me so happy.
0: Well, there you go. Why don't you? I actually suggest that you actually plant a business seed. Mm. If you love urban gardening, I did gardening. a little like
1: desire ritual actually, where I like put this was. In June, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like put a desire like on a piece of paper and then like planted a seed on top of it. Did it grow? Yeah.
0: Cool. So do the same thing. So yeah. write your business ideas down and put it in something and water it every day as a metaphor. Mm. And then you can...
1: Uh, we have like a minute left.
0: We have a minute left. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on.
1: Is there someone after you?
0: Uh, usually but I don't know if he's coming. Hold on. Oh. Oh, Sherry loves this episode. Aww.
1: Yeah. Hi,
0: Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Oh, I forgot to do the call in. Oh, my favorite thing. Okay. Um thank you, Sherry. I'm glad us. that you love the episode and um I me too because Elise is awesome and Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so let's actually recap. Okay. Um what you're going to do. Abby's awesome too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. Okay. Oh wait. I want to I play a song out, too. Um, oh, Ben's on here today. So we have a little bit of extra time. Thanks. Okay, because Ben always kicks me out. There's always... Okay, well, that's cool. Um, wait, there's more coming. Oh, take a pic. Okay. I can keep going. Thank you, Sherry. The grand master's poobah of State radio station. Mwah. Sherry's awesome, by the way. Talk about... Yeah, girl, you can totally relate to this. This fucking girl, Sherry... Barclay. I hope I didn't mess up your last name. This chick fucking started a radio station in a shipping container in Brooklyn and has like 50 shows on the air. And And yeah, I believe in you, Sherry, by the way. You're like totally... (laughs) She's like, keep going.
1: (laughs) I love that she has gross point blank up over here. I know.
0: Sherry's amazing. Sherry has a full-time job in radio and decided to start her own radio station. I mean... She just started her own radio station, pulled it out of her ass, and was like, okay, got it, got, got, um, I mean, I don't actually know the steps she took. I would love to interview you about that at some point, Sherry, or you can comment somewhere about how you did it. Uh, she, like, <laughs> I, should you just call in or something, Sherry? Yeah, because you're
1: like, on, you're like texting right now during the radio show, which is very silly. That. She's not going to call in, I'm sure, but
0: it is the best movie. But I love Collins. So I'm watching the phone. If you want to call in, Sherry, you know the number. Um, I love Collins. Anyway, so, okay, the fact that you're even sitting right here right now is totally proof. I'm putting the phone down, Sherry, so don't call now. um, It's totally proof that you can, that you just make something out of nothing. Yeah. Nothing exists unless we make it exist. And, um, you know, it's not that you, I think, okay. I think the problem is that there's a lot of pressure. Like you have to feed yourself and pay rent yeah. and make money.
1: Well, and there's also like, Hey, I told my whole family I was going to quit fuck my them. job and do this. And now it's like, I feel like I have to deliver.
0: Fuck them. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? No way. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Step one, play and don't give a fuck. You can't. Because otherwise, you're, you're doing the thing that you said you didn't want to do. Yeah. No, for sure. Which is play by those rules. Yep. Right? Which is do the thing that, that, that you're told to do. We're breaking a chain. We're breaking a cycle. We're breaking a chain. And by not giving a fuck, it's going to give you the freedom. Definitely can't care what your family thinks. Oh, you know. No, look it. You're crazy. Rude. True.
1: No, it is super true.
0: And they're never going to think otherwise, so you might as well not try to please them.
1: Yeah. Sorry, family. If yeah.
0: You're yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, they're not listening because they would never find K on an internet radio station. My and dad or told care me that
1: he wanted me to send it to
0: him. Well, you can decide whether or not you want to. <laughs> so I mean, funny. you might as well. My dad won't listen to my show. Oh,
1: it's funny. Why? He told me.
0: Well, yeah, I didn't it's realize it's vulgar. Probably it has something to do with that. <laughs> he doesn't want to know how many people I have sex with and or what I really do, which is interesting, yeah. right? It's interesting. he doesn't even know that I talk about well, I don't really even talk about that that much on her, but um, yeah, no, but i I mean, just to go off topic for a second i I did totally realize how suffocating mm. the beliefs of my family because they don't know any better, yeah, that's just what they know how straight they are. Cause I always was trying to fit in with them. Like I would have these Thanksgivings. Okay. I can tell you well, exactly. It
1: feels like that's what you're supposed to do. It does. Right. But you're like putting yourself in a box and you don't fit in it.
0: You don't fit in it. So why try? And it's the same thing you're doing with your job. Yeah. Like you, you, entrepreneurs don't fit in a box. They don't, they don't know how they <laughs> You it to be an entrepreneur. You don't go, okay, I'll be at my desk at Nine fifty-five, and i'm gonna sit here and deliver a chart to you and go into a meeting with you and like we don't really play by the rules you do have to know when to say yes and thank you yes thank you i will kick kiss your ass for certain things like there is ass kissing girl oh boo <sighs> seriously truth Sometimes you kind of just smile and be like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm Arf. so glad you recommended that. It was such a good idea. Oh my God. It's true.
1: Like if you were talking to me like that, I'd be like, she's so full of shit right now.
0: Well, I've probably, to full truth, I should probably be a way bigger producer than I am. Actually. More, I actually. More ass kissing? Yeah. Yeah. I actually know I have the chops to be like running a network or, some or on air. Okay, I should have been on air by now. Like, I actually should have been a sideline reporter for the Fox NFL Sunday, and I had a chance to but do didn't it. Really want to be on Fox? Um, regard. That's not the point. Okay, right. But this was 20 years ago. I was making no money in LA, $6 an hour. And I got a side job making $75 a Sunday to keep stats at Fox NFL Sunday. And I was the only girl there. And I had Bob Costas' stats person guy say to me, basically, he basically tried to get me a job at Fox Sports. And I didn't, I, I don't know. I just know in my gut, I know I should have been on camera. Mm. And I think I've been behind the scenes of TV shows for so long because I didn't, I haven't believed in myself enough to really own it. I'm my, you know, my tits are saggy, my tummy's sticking out, my I'm not teeth are weird. Any
1: of this right now?
0: Total train of thought though,
1: oh, fully, boy.
0: and that I don't think I'm articulate enough or have a good enough memory to be able to do this, mm. right? So that's those. Those are my like self-doubting things that i tell myself oh
1: my god i'm glad that you said that because like you don't understand i think it's easy for me to think that i'm the only one shitting on myself in right. my head right and so it's like helpful to realize like yeah we're
0: all cool doing that cool t- yeah for sure oh i'm the queen of self-hate yeah yeah, yeah.
1: i mean like i think i think
0: of. a lot of people are yeah oh no we're honestly. really really really
1: good at it I know. especially women
0: okay so step five be really nice oh, to yourself uh, yes all right, I actually have to go pick up my dog. I forgot. I have to. So, but I want to play us out and All also right. um um Sherry, I'm really glad you enjoyed this episode. Um we're, we're going to do more on it actually um another time. Um did you learn anything, Elise?
1: Did I learn anything? Yeah, no. I think um I think it's really helpful that I'm glad that you didn't put any of the other stuff first. I'm glad that play was first. Oh. Um because I think that is the thing that you lose the quickest um, when trying to start a business and trying to like look at cool. and act all air quotes that you can't see uh professional. Right. And yeah. like, yeah. So I think that's super, super important. That's something that I think I need to like put on the front burner.
0: And don't have pressure about how and when you do these steps. It might take you two years to get your business up and running. But I do think you need to give yourself some boundaries. And we're going to keep working on this now that I kind of know what some of the things
1: are. You know all my stuff now. We're
0: going to, I know it's scary, right? (laughs) To be vulnerable. Yeah. But, But don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. No, but again, like I have said a lot of stuff in this thing that like a lot of people don't know about me. But like again, it's kind of exhilarating, right? Cool. Like, it's scary. But yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's yeah. Pretty awesome.
0: Well, you're gonna listen to it um also. are <laughs> saying yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that means that she um yes. All right. Well, um I have a final thing that I do for each podcast. Okay. And um, so I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to answer it. And then you'll ask me the same question. I'll answer it. Okay. Because I think that it's an important way to end the show. So, Elise, what made you happy today?
1: What made me happy today? Um, Playing with the dog that I'm doxing because he's really cute. (laughs) Um and and getting to be on a podcast. This is my first time doing this. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, Thanks, Abby. You got over it.
0: <laughs> I'm very, very happy to see that, to hear you yeah. say that. Good. Thank you.
1: Uh, what made you happy today, Abby?
0: And I just wanted to also point out the reason I like to end the show this way, because it's just the little moments in life that actually add up to having a life.
1: Mm.
0: Right? And so we're just noticing the things that made us happy today. I got a really sweet text from a guy that I went on one date with, and... We went on a date. We went on a walk last week, which was like the cutest date ever. A walk date. That's adorable. We went on a walk. It was so cute. And he was like so articulate in writing and so warm and so, so sweet and physically so not my type. And I texted him afterwards and said, you know, my thank yous. I, I kind of had to rush off, which actually, probably, in all honesty, was my way of trying to not get kissed. And I think he picked up on that. But I really did have to go get the dog again, and probably I texted to the him. rescue, probably to the rescue. <laughs> so, but I basically said to him, like, look, let's like keep getting. So he he had said to me, you know, basically, I know that I'm not your type, but um, th- you know. I really liked meeting you today. And I said, look, I want to keep getting to know you and let's just get to know each other. Because I actually think that that's really core. Um, So I got the sweetest text from him today. And it says, I haven't heard from him in like a week or this was like 10 days ago. Uh, It's beautiful weather in New York, and I thought of your pretty smile, beautiful mind, and sexy body. I hope you're doing great, Abby. Isn't that sweet? Adorable. He wasn't asking for anything, just giving a compliment. That's
1: super important. Aww. I like it. I know.
0: Thanks, Guy. I won't name you in case we ever become something, but that was really sweet. And your name starts with a B. Okay. Um, This is a Levine intervention. I'm going to play us out a little ditty about starting... Um, Elise. Bye, bye radio. (laughs) Bye, radio. Elise, (laughs) thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Everybody, this has been Levine Intervention. You can find the rebroadcast at levineintervention.nyc. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Mixcloud at both uh, KPIS.fm and um, Levine Intervention on Mixcloud and we will be here again in two weeks Elise is a badass at booking the show and um, thank you all very much for listening peace out